Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we'll be talking about the events from the weekend of June 5th through the 7th of 2020. And we are going to get started with the British royal family. This weekend marked the end of Volunteers Week in the UK, and so we got lots of content revolving around that. Um, First, we had the Prince of Wales on Friday, who sent a video message to Samaritan Volunteers. Um, And so Samaritan is a helpline that is really just there to listen to people talk about whatever is on their mind, whatever is going on with them. and just whatever they need to talk about. And these people that are on the other line um, keep their um, conversations confidential and don't shed judgment. So the Samaritan volunteers don't shed any judgment on the um, phone calls that they're taking on the other side, um, which is obviously extremely important. And then also on Friday, um, a video was released from the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, um, where they were speaking to volunteers from, um, shout, which is the crisis text line. And then a, um, another volunteer organization that helps youth, um, by pairing them with older, um, adults, um, whether that be like seniors or, um, you know, 35 plus, um, age range. Um, and then in that video, it was revealed that William has been, um, volunteering some of his time to help on the, um, crisis text line or shout, um, which he, he has talked about being a volunteer. He's, he's talked about taking the volunteer training. So it did not surprise me at all that he has of course been doing that. Um, and then later it was revealed that Kate has also been volunteering, um, in making phone calls to elderly, um, people who are in isolation by, um, a, a program that both Camilla and the Countess of Wessex and now Kate have been partaking in during this time. Um, And then on Saturday, which I believe marked the official end of Volunteers Week, um, Queen Elizabeth sent a written out message um, to all the volunteers throughout the UK um, in which she said, quote, As Volunteers Week draws to a close, it is inspiring to reflect on the many thousands of people who through their acts of generosity and kindness have achieved so much for the greater good. I've been following with interest how men and women from around the world, including my own family, have been helping and recognizing the vital role of the volunteer. I send my best wishes to all those who give themselves so freely freely and selflessly in the service of others, end quote. Um, so that was just a really great sentiment where, again, the coordination that we are seeing from all the royal family members and their social media accounts is just so spot on. It is great. Um, and so when that was released, we also got a um, new picture from the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge's Twitter account, um, which was a picture that Kate had taken of um, 
William and Prince George and Princess Charlotte um, while they were delivering food to elderly people near the Sandringham Estate, which is where um, the Cambridges have been at their um, kind of getaway house in the country. Um, And so these pictures were taken in in April, um, and it's also from the same photo set that we got of Princess Charlotte's birthday earlier, um, well, I guess last month at this point, no, last month, yeah, in May. Um, And so that is what was going on for the British royal family. They were all about Volunteers Week this weekend, Um, and so now we are going to move on to Belgium. Friday, uh, King Philippe had a telephone call with the co-founders of Cove.help, which is an online platform that exists to um, connect students with uh, like general practitioners um, and other medical representatives um, to give advice to students during this time about Um, not only health-related things, but also, um, like, how to reach services if you are near your school and things like that. Um, And so this was created by two um, also students so that they could help them, their friends, and get the information that they themselves had been seeking. Um, So that is very, very cool. Um, And then we are going to skip down to Norway um, because there was nothing this weekend from Denmark or the Dutch royal families. Norway on Friday, Crown Prince Akun uh, participated in a environmental monitoring trip, which took place on a boat. Um, and so on this boat, he was exploring uh, different things. So he participated in, um, I don't know that they were like catching the lobster to eat, um, but lobster catching to, um, he demonstrated like the size, um, which these things are huge. They're ginormous lobster um and then he also at on this trip learned about um the global fight against ghost fishing so i didn't know what ghost fishing was so i googled it um and ghost fishing is essentially when fish get caught and then proceed to die because they have been trapped in Um, fishing equipment that was just, you know, discarded in the ocean, um, just left there by fishermen that like either didn't know they had it or just intentionally left it there because they didn't need it anymore. Um, which is just, you know, terrible. Um, but that is what ghost fishing is. So he was, he also learned about the fight against ghost fishing, um, while he was on this trip. Also, 
it looked very cold, which it probably was really cold um, because of like Norway's specific climate. Um, and where he was in the country is, was very, very north. Um, so it makes sense that it was cold, but, um, yeah, it just looked really cold on that boat. Um, and so now we are going to move on to Spain. On Friday, um, Spain officially ended their 10-day period of mourning um, for the almost 30,000 Spaniard lives lost to coronavirus. Um, And so also on this day, King Felipe and Queen Letizia visited the Coslada Transport Center. Um, And so when they arrived, it was right around noon Um, And every day at noon in Madrid, I don't know if this happens all throughout the country or just in Madrid, um, but every day at noon in Madrid, um, the whole city community takes part in a minute of silence. Um, So because they arrived right around noon, they also obviously partook in this minute of silence. Um... And then went on to tour the transport center, which, again, is just a logistical complex that has done a lot of work for the um, food chain of supply. Um, So they saw the different logistical systems in place um, to make sure that food and other supplies are getting where they need to go. Um, So I don't know where I had read that there was going to be some sort of ceremony and it really may have been the ceremony that started it um for the period of mourning so I'm not sure um what will end um what the Spaniard the Spanish way of ending this period I mean it's over um but what it if there will be a solemn ceremony or a um a large mass, um, like a Catholic mass for the lives lost that is attended by virtually no one because you can't gather in that many groups. Um, so I don't know what that looks like, but that's kind of what I was expecting this weekend, but obviously that has not happened. Um, and so we'll just keep going. And, um, so now for this podcast, I will, um, again, start commenting on clothing and just kind of like other opinion pieces um, for Spain, but I did want to honor their 10 days of mourning and the best way that I can from, um, you know, the center of America. I can't, can't do a lot, but I wanted to honor the Spanish people that have lost their lives in the um, best way that I know how. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on to Sweden. Yeah. 
over the weekend for Sweden was that Saturday, June 6th, was National Day. Um, and so this was marked by every member of the Swedish royal family. Um, and it started on Friday with a um, slew of new pictures from Crown Princess Victoria um, with her and her two children, Princess Estelle and Prince Oscar wearing um, traditional costumes from their duchies. Um, so Victoria is the Duchess of Vaster Gotland, and so she had on the traditional um, dress from there. Estelle, the Duchess of Ulster Gotland, um, and Oscar is the Duke of Scania, and he was just wearing the cutest little, like, little outfit, um, traditional outfit from Scania. Um, and then it was National Day on Saturday. Um, so the way National Day typically happens is a member of the royal family will open up the royal palace for, um, visitors that day. So admission to the palace is free on National Day, so you can take a tour and see the whole place. Um, and so... Obviously, that did not happen. Um, So what did happen instead is that um, Crown Princess Victoria actually, like, quote-unquote, opened the gates, um, which is what they do every year, um, but there were no visitors coming in. But she did do a virtual video tour um, that she led herself with pop-ins from different historians and curators and the people that make the palace run. Um, and then I don't, the timeline on this is a little fuzzy. So I think this was actually before, but not, I didn't see it before I saw it after. Um, so earlier in the day, um, videos were released of, um, all the members of the Royal family that live in Sweden, um, raising the flag at their respective homes. Um, so King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia went outside of where they were staying, um, and the flag was raised. Um, Crown Princess Victoria and her entire family, like, went and raised the flag themselves, and it was just adorable. Um, and then throughout the day, um, so every evening on National Day in Sweden, there is a Um, like concert performance event um, that happens outside of Stockholm, um, which is a very heavily attended event. um, And it's broadcast live on Swedish television, um, which is their television station. It's SVT. Um, And so the way that they went around that is they had a virtual event Um, So it was still emceed, there were still performances, um, but there were no guests. And so it started, um, there was like a really big intro, and then about 15 minutes in, they played the King's song, um, and then Carl Gustav gave a speech to the country where he talked about the the country as a whole, and everyone coming together, and the oddity of... Uh, this year versus every other national day that he's been a part of. Um, So he addressed all of that. Um, And then... And then... um, 
about 20 minutes later, uh, Victoria, Daniel, and their two kids were on, um, like, one of the balconies of the, pa- of the royal palace, um, and then they went inside, and Victoria was giving, like, her kids um, a little tour, um, and then there was this really great part right at the end of their segment, um, which is in the room where, like, Victoria and Daniel's wedding reception, um, dancing and cake were, um, and so Victoria was showing the camera, but also the, her children, where uh, they had their first dance at their wedding, and Estelle started, like, dancing with her dad, which was just the cutest thing, um, ever, um, the whole thing was just so cute, I think I just made this noise a lot, like, that's, I was just very excited, and very, they were just adorable, um, and then the Swedish program ended with, um, the king, the queen, uh, the Prime Minister and the Speaker of the Parliament um, at the Royal Palace, and that was the end of the National Day celebration. So a little bit different than it has been any other year, um, but I, I think I enjoyed this. I, I have watched um, these National Day events pretty consistently for the past uh, nine, eight years eight years. Um, and so I liked this one a lot. It was different. It was, um, it, it just addressed the change that was needed for coronavirus reasons, um, in a, in a really healthy and good way. And so I really enjoyed it. Um, and with that, that is the end of the Swedish Royal Family's weekend. And that is the end of this podcast. So I will, um, talk to you all tomorrow. Um, Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you then. Bye.